What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Wild Time Talk Show. This is episode three. Gavin Gray speaking. Nick Stevens. Trey Connickman. Joey P. Sammy Stevens. What are we going to be talking about? Um, Drake's freaking killer season he had this year. He was on top of it. Yeah. Drake, you had a pretty awesome season. I mean, two bucks. Two bucks. I'm happy with it. Yeah. You killed what? You killed your, your biggest bucket of your life and also your first Michigan buck. Yeah, that is true. Yeah. It was so, awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. I mean, you've killed what? Out of state bucks before. You've killed a couple in Virginia, right? Yeah. Uh, two bucks in Virginia. Nothing big caliber. Just yeah. going out there having a good time. Yeah. You know, camp's always a great time. Yeah. And it's just, it's always fun. So yeah, it doesn't matter what you come back home with. We've been, uh, we've been going to Michigan for what, four or five years now. And you've, you were the only one to not fill a buck tag. So that was pretty awesome for you to shoot a Michigan buck this year. It was. And when I tell you I came unhinged, I came unhinged. <laughs> That's awesome. I think we all did a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. So tonight we're going to be talking about Drake's very successful season. Uh, like you guys heard, he shot two bucks this year. And we're going to throw it all the way back to the beginning of 2023 and probably starting in shed time. I mean, springtime, shed hunting. You know, what what sheds did you find that you were really looking for from the previous year? And, like, what sheds didn't you find? What bucks were on your mind? I want to hear that. Oh, yeah, for sure. So I actually picked up a match set that was off of a 160-class deer. It was a great deer. Yeah. And that all started. It put a fire under my ass, and I was like, you know, this is awesome. Like, this deer, we actually had previous history with him and yeah what he was, two three years i'd say mm-hmm. three 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 year history yeah i mean he was there and later se- late in the season he would you know come in and we'd hunt him we'd hunt him hard yeah <clears throat> i know gavin knows joey knows we we kind of all hunt together and it's like a big ordeal but it's it's fun that's why we do it yeah and uh so i found those sheds to that big match set and i found the one you between did. our place. Yeah, yep. Joey did. So we have satellite farms. We'll kind of break it down like farm A, farm B. And farm A is going to come later on in this episode, but farm B we'll kind of focus on right now because that's where the hogs were. <laughs> and we were, you know, our heads were set on that. Like, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we were really looking around for these antlers from the bucks that finished out 2022. Yeah, and I ended up picking up a match set. Joey found one side, and yeah. it was great. We do find a lot of other sheds, but, you know, those ones we kind of honed in on, and we're like, all right, these are deer, you know, we want to focus on. Yeah, the I one mean, for, was, yeah, for all you guys listening, what you were just about to say, this one buck that Drake found the match set to was a 160s class deer. Yeah, and the other, they're both, you know, mature, five, six-year-old deer. Yeah, and even the one that Joey found, TNT, you guys have heard about him in episode one, I believe. He was... He was an old legend. I mean, he was a real heavy eight yeah, player. I mean, you guys had a lot of history with both of them. Yeah, I I think what both were equivalent. They were about yeah. three years. They both showed up at the same time. We're well, same year, right? Yeah, I'd yeah. say TNT uh, was kind of more like a homer. He kind of stuck around. Yeah, but they both showed up on the same year, late season. That yeah, one year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, correct. But uh, Bully was one year older, I think. Okay. Or, or do you not think? I'd have to say. Oh boy, it's kind of it's hard he, to tell. I mean, they're, they're, they're bully would have been six and a half this year. TNT five, I think. I mean, could be. I mean, That's I what we picture. I don't know. This was this was back in 2019. So this was really like before. I was I I wasn't seeing these trail camera pictures. So like this is an argument between you two. Yeah, <laughs> I was there for a lot of them actually. Yeah. I mean, we <laughs> Nick anyways, had to chime in. <laughs> I had to. We we got pictures of them. They've been. That was the first set we picked up from Bully and TNT. Yep. yep. And they were both kind of in the area. I guess we maybe looked over them or... Yeah, yeah there's other people that shed hunted too. Yeah. That's um, true. You know, That'll we, come a little bit later. We found we found other sheds from Great Bucks, but I don't know. There's something to be said about not finding the, the biggest ones, you know, off the target box. Like, yeah. it's, it's, it's coming to play a lot down south in my cabin, you know, it's... We always get pictures of these big ones and never find them. Like you'd think the big ones are the easiest to find, but yeah. they're hiding in nooks and crannies. So oh yeah, they're hiding in caves in yeah. holes. That's why they're the oldest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they get they get scared. They run down in a hole and don't come out for a couple of weeks. So, but yeah, we always we walk as hard as we can, and we try to pick up you know these sheds that are on our hit list. Yeah, you know just to build a story. It builds history, right? Yeah, it shows us everything we need to know where these deer are bedding, what they're doing late season at least. 
Yeah. And also, you know, you touched on those two deer, but another one that I know of would be on farm a, uh, what the story was, your cousin was walking through the woods or you can take over and kind of yeah. finish that. Cause I don't really know the story too well. Yeah. So farm a is about uh, three quarters of a mile away from farm B and my aunt does a little walking with her dog and my little cousin stumbled across the shed. Gavin, you were actually hunting that deer. Uh, yeah, a little bit. I, w- I was hunting late season, but also I, I did miss some during gun season. We were doing a deer drive. And let me tell you, you put a gun in my hand, I'm freaking shooting that thing. So he came running through and I actually missed him. I, I mean, I, I the kind of messed up part is I passed him in November that year with a bow in my hand. And then, you know, gun season came around. I knew his caliber. I knew his age. But for some reason, he came running by, and I got a little trigger happy. Dude, it's the heat of the moment. You're with your buddies. Oh, yeah. All that's going down. I know. It, it jumps is. up. Yeah, he came freaking running across this this clear cut. and I Missed him on a chip shot, too. <laughs> I cracked it. Cracked one at him and missed him. But, yeah, that was a, you know, three-and-a-half-year-old, 120 to 130 class, 10-point. Had potential. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So... You know, we that one got picked up. All these sheds are getting found, you know. Yeah. And we're walking more, finding other sheds. But that's basically what I focused on. Yeah. You know, give and take sheds from other places. But that's what I focused on. Those three bucks were kind of, you know, in the in the top of your mind or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Get, the, in these past couple of years, like we've tried to hone in on really finding the target bucks on the farms we hunt instead of just. You know, going and asking random yeah, places. Yeah, just walking, just for like shed numbers. Shed you can. Yeah, like, they, of course, we go up to Cleveland and ask, you know, so-and-so to hunt, you know, to shed hunt their backyard, you know, 50 <laughs> acres or whatever, and, and find some probably monster sheds. But yeah, realistically, are we going to kill those deer, you know, the following season? Probably not. So No, yeah, our goal is to really make some history with deer. Yeah, honed in around home. Yeah. For for me, it's it's kind of like, I don't know how to explain it, but it's, it's something that just comes from my heart, basically, that I want to shoot deer on these farms, you know? Yeah. And you can get satellite permission and well, permission what, at other places. Yeah, but it's where you grew up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's, you know, you're where you learned to sh- hunt, where you shot your first deer. It's Yeah. I mean. It's what I love to do. Yeah, it's. It's your origin. I, I mean, that's your, that, that's your history. Yeah, so, I mean, that's where it really ends, basically. So how about you guys go into, I know you and Gavin put in a lot of summer work on these farms, farm A and farm B, um, food plots, you know, et cetera, blinds, tree stands hanging. You guys want to touch that a little bit? Oh, yeah, for sure. So these deer really drive us to get stuff done, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, mm-hmm. you know as much as I do. We put in that work. We, you know, we make stuff happen, I guess, to say. Why don't you Why don't you start on like one of the one of the farms, for example? Start on farm A. You know what you put in, um, whether it was for late season hunting or for early season hunting, like the food type of food plots, greens or corn or grain. Yeah. So farm A, my dad is actually a crop farmer, and he he plants probably fifty acres of crops every year, and he, you know he'll he'll do a favor for us. He'll leave. Yeah. A, 10 acres of standing corn. Thank you, Matt. Beans. Yeah. Shout out, Matt. But he'll, he'll leave some corn and beans up for us. And usually we look forward to late season just because that's where that story ties in. I feel like, you know, when you pick up those sheds, you can restart your season the next year and try to chase these deer. But every year when we kind of do food plots, I don't feel like it's like a November thing. Yeah. I feel like I it's... Once other crops are off, you have something for the deer yeah, to come exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I would say so. Especially something. with your dad leaving grains on, that's a, that, yeah, that's what we're looking for is when there's no other food source around on on farm A, he's leaving us a very good amount of food source and we think it's going to be slammer. Yeah. And that that has helped us in the past for sure. Yeah. But uh seeing the results from what my dad kind of has brought to our minds, we Gavin and I have tried to do our best with food plots and They've paid off, I would say. Yeah, I mean, we we do plant those late season food or those early season food plots. Um, I wouldn't really say. I would say in twenty twenty two that season, uh, it it really paid off early season all summer long. When them when them food plots came on, I, I would say late summer, we had a freaking lot of bucks in yeah. there. 
There's a bachelor group. Oh, it was here. a it was a very good bachelor group. And then November rolled around and they they became distant. And then you know those early season food plots kind of dwindled off. And but thank you, Matt. We had grain still. <laughs> we had grain there still. So they kind of came back late season. I wouldn't say they were really bucks that we were trying to hunt, but it was definitely an awesome bachelor group to watch. And they were there early season and then you know real late. Yeah, that definitely and it helps keep them in the back of your mind. Just getting a trail cam picture at like. Nine o'clock, ten o'clock at night, you know, you're like, Oh, where can I kill this deer? Yeah. You know? <clears throat> so it's always fun to do food plots, but it it does take a lot of work and a lot of time actually too. It, yeah. it, it yeah, is you guys are consuming. Every day after work going out there. Yeah. I'd say I'd say that me and Drake probably plant close to three and a half to four and a half acres of food plot with small small implements and small tractor so between the two of us i mean it's a lot of work yeah for right. sure we're busting our butt trying to get it done yeah we had a pretty good drought this summer and you, i remember you guys were pretty upset about that yeah and uh i mean yeah i mean we're, we got a four foot rototiller behind a little tractor and we're trying to rototill these you know half acre to three quarter of an acre food plot and it's just taking us all day but that's me and drake love to do it's, that it's the fun in it yeah it's it's always a good time yeah that that feeds us in the summer so it, would you say uh between farm a and farm b which what do you put more work into well for this year's season i feel like i kind of honed in on farm b yeah just because of the two mature bucks that were hanging out over there in that area and we knew they that later we could potentially harvest them on that property. Yeah. So I would say I focus more on farm B than farm A. You know, farm A had a hit in 2022. That's yeah. what we know. That's a podcast <clears throat> itself. It's a story for itself. But yeah. Good one. But, yeah, I mean, they all take hits. Everyone deals with it. Uh, so I'd say I focused on farm B a lot this year. Gavin and I both, we did all that work, and that's what we did. Um, did at any point were you – you know, you're doing this work, you're, I don't know if you're running cameras in these plots while you're doing the work or have mineral sites going. Um, did you ever pick up on these bucks, you know, on farm B or farm A, um, during the summer? Oh uh, yeah. So we'd have one mineral site at both farms and we picked up on some deer and actually farm A, we did not pick up on any hitless bucks. Farm B was kind of popping off a little bit. A little I mean, bit. We had some decent bucks, you know, showing the growth where, we're seeing those balls coming in and growing into something that they could be. And uh, we're like, all right, well, let's go with that. Before you could could tell what they were, it was still pretty early. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was You're putting these plots in, early in like April, <laughs> April, May. Yeah. So, like, uh, and yes, that's like during turkey season, but right after turkey season, I think. Yeah. yeah. And we're setting out for Farm B. And Farm B, you know, it went on and on. We're watching deer grow. We're watching deer grow. Same with farm A. And it's it's always fun to do that in the summertime, too, mm-hmm. to just see what happens. See what comes back. It yeah, keeps yeah. you on your toes for the season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, velvet season's been always one of my favorite seasons. Like, I mean, it's not like a season, but, like, just oh, yeah. velvet, you know, August. Oh, there's, when you get, like, a 10-degree drop in temperature, oh, there's just bucks show up. There's nothing all like, over the place. There's nothing like rolling around rolling around the block, looking around properties that you can hunt out in these green bean fields and glassing up bucks. I mean, bachelor group. that is a great time just <clears throat> doing it, you know. Like you, Drake would say, it lights a fire under your ass. Yeah, oh, definitely, yeah. So did you guys end up seeing any of these bucks that you were targeting for? Yeah, so like out of those three bucks that you really picked up during shed season or picked up on during shed season, like how was that summer, you know, for those deer? It wasn't the best for those those main deer. You know, you always look forward to maybe a new buck moving in or something, but we didn't really have the best with farm B of those two mature bucks that we were hoping to show up mm-hmm. on. I know Joey had a satellite farm and he picked up on a trail cam picture of TNT and he was in the area still, you know, but he wasn't on our home farm. Joey kind of honed in on him a little bit, trying to focus on something new. And, uh, yeah, basically we... Do you think, like, you guys put in food plots and stuff? Because I hunt the farm, you know, it's less than a half mile across the road. Yeah. yeah. And I don't do any work there whatsoever. You know, it's just hay, you know, cattle pasture, and I don't touch it. I have sets hung in there. I know have proven in the past, shot a good buck out of there, and... The, the neighbors is a, is a sanctuary during the summer. I see a ton of velvet velvet bucks in there. Oh, yeah. But do you guys think in these farms that you guys being in there with tractors and food plots has anything to do with that? 
or do you just think they're somewhere else like bachelored up for the for the summer i'd say in the summertime no these deer they're they're browsing on anything that they got handed to them they're staying in their places that they feel comfortable yeah it could just be a different range yeah exactly like, yeah and, and it is and but what i feel like is food plots is i feel like we're kind of honing in on like later season end of the rut you know november ends december january we're looking forward to that yeah. is what i'm saying yeah yeah, so basically, you know, throughout your season, you're you're kind of scratching off that October, you know, time frame. Yeah, and it's always fun to pick up on deer that home range on your property mm-hmm. because that is what they do. You got foliage everywhere. These deer are actually bedding on your guys' piece wherever you're hunting. And early season, they're not seeking out for anything else. They got their food, their bed. I mean, there's food. Yeah, there's food everywhere. So exactly. They're not, you know, they, they could be anywhere, but... <laughs> I'm just wasn't sure if you thought that was any reason that there wasn't many much summer activity on that farm. Or I wouldn't say it helps to an extent. Maybe the home deer, you know, kind of hit it and browse on it. Yeah. Because obviously that's going to happen if they have foliage. They're going to come browse. You're going to get a crow camp picture or a bachelor group of bucks that are living on your guys' pad. Yeah, I definitely wouldn't say that the food plots that we're planting, we aren't. We aren't planting them to try to compete with the 300 acres of ag that is literally everywhere yeah. during the summer. You know, we're planting these food plots. Like, yeah, we plant early season food plots. We also plant late season food plots. We're planting them more or less really banking on then, you know, showing up when there's not food source around every freaking tree. I'd not say an ag field around every That's tree. our goal with every yeah. food plot. Yeah. I would agree with that too. <clears throat> so uh, after, after summer, I guess – rolling into october um obviously bucks shift from their summer patterns you know there's i wouldn't say there's any all the crops all row crops are probably still on and we have an, a, a a late september opener here so all row crops are still on yeah so you know after after this all the summer work you guys did um fast forward into day one of bow season what's on the hit list farm a farm b don't matter you know, have these bucks showed back up yet? Um, do you have new bucks showed up? Uh, what's the deal there? So some new bucks did show up. We did not have any of the hit listers that we picked up sheds to or have any history with. We did not have them show up at all. We had two deer in particular that were, we put three, maybe four years old. They were two good deer. Yeah. Which I, if I'm thinking right, the wide 10 point and a tall 10 point? Yeah. Yeah. Good potential. Awesome deer. Yeah, both like probably 30 class. I, w- I would say both 30 class three-year-old deer, and which mean you kind of mean you kind of talked about, you know, wanting to pass. Like we were going to pass them. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, right. I mean, that's basically what we set out for, and we were hunting them here right. and there. You know, like we would hunt that property just hoping on one of those mature bucks. Yeah, we were, yeah, we were hunting the property hoping something else would come. But we would also really wanted to see those deer just because that's why we hunt. Yeah. To build history, I mean, I got film of them, <clears throat> of the tall and tight 10. Yeah. I know you saw the one wider one. Yeah, I saw a short tight 10. Yeah, so got film of them. You know, build history. That's basically the story of this game, you yeah. know. But it's the name of the game. You guys, I mean, take it, you know, it's still September, maybe early October. You guys are working saving your vacation days for november um and for later season when you guys possibly get laid off or you know have time around the holidays to hunt which is where you see these bigger hit list bucks yeah that's usually came with a little bit more success between the two of us is later in the season november and later in the season and i think that's why we hone in on them maybe too it's just because we have more time then Uh, time and that's when they show up i guess well i mean you also got to think it's not like we're working I mean, we, we get a lot of time off early yeah. season, too. We hunt our balls off early season. But, no, it's cool to build potential or, you know, build history on these deer that have lots of potential. Yeah. I mean, it's cool to go out there and see one, have an encounter, film it, you yeah. know. It's yeah. cool. So that's what you were doing, you know, the first couple of days of season was going out <clears> to build history and also in hopes of something else happening. Nothing on our mind. Because, like, yeah. to actually go out and kill. Yeah, I mean, even though they're not on trail camera, it doesn't mean that they're not out feeding in this 80-acre green field. Yeah, exactly. Sure. Like, there, that's it's come to my mind quite a bit in the months of October. Like, I'm not getting a lot of trail cam pictures in October, and you, you just got to sit out, and you got to see what's out there showing up, you yeah. know. 
So like I don't get in the you. woods and hunt, dude. And it's just like you're gonna be bored to death if you don't. So. Yeah, that's yeah. Well, that was my biggest mistake <clears throat> this year. Because that's what we love to do. I mean, you know, you're gonna be bored if you don't go sit. Like you gotta go hunt. Can't yeah. kill him on the couch. Yeah. So yeah, I mean that was your thoughts the first you know couple days of season, and then actually what the first week of season. So I can't remember the exact date that we went up to Michigan. But I know we were up there for October 5th, which is Nick's birthday. I yeah. think that, you guys showed up on the 1st. Yeah, it, yeah, it would have been yeah, like I the 1st or 2nd. Because I think it was, it was Mon- definitely Was it a Sunday. Sunday or Monday? It was, it was a Sunday. Sunday, because he went Friday or Thursday. I went, it doesn't matter. I went for a couple days prior, checked cameras, all <clears> that. Yeah. Um, And you guys showed up. And I think you guys showed up. And that evening we went out, and I think that was opening day evening. But yeah, it's, yeah, I, we showed I up. I could be, I could be wrong. Yeah, I think no, I think you're right because I edited everything in it. Yeah, it was, October yeah, showed up. It was, October first, eighty degrees. October first, yeah, we day. showed up. Hot. So <laughs> let's uh, let's kind of jump into that. Yeah, Nick and Sammy's grandparents have some property up in Michigan, and every year, consistently for like the past four years or five, I think five now. <clears throat> yeah, we've went up there and. You know, we've done good in the past. It's it's always been a great time. That's yeah. the deer camp, you know. Yeah, that's our deer camp. Yeah, we've always walked out of there with smiles, whether there's deer down or not. Oh, yeah. We've always had fun. Yeah. A great time. But have you, I think it's every year we've killed deer, right? I don't think. Like, there, was last, one year, la- there was one year someone did. Last year we didn't kill a deer. No. No, not, yeah, last year we didn't. My dad shot one and we never ended up finding it. Yeah. But Early season back at home in Ohio, we always look forward to it, but... When we go up to Michigan, we're looking forward to that trip, too. Yeah. I mean, it's something that is just, like, great. It's always fun. It's Nick's birthday weekend, week, and it's just it's a great time. Yeah. yeah there's so, there's something to be said about, like, just going up there and hunting and not having a hit list, not having, you know. Uh, stress-free. Like, yeah. yeah. Well, like a, um, to an extent. I don't know. What, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, like, expectations. Okay. Yeah, like, yeah. you're not looking for, a, like, a. Lower Four standards. year old, hundred fifty yeah. inch yeah. buck. You know, you're just you're just going up there to hunt. Yeah, and have a good time. If that deer gets your blood flowing, yeah, you, you kill a, it. You, you know, know, you shoot ninety inch buck in front yeah. of you. You're you're happy. Yeah. Oh yeah. So for me, at least, I know this year because I the four or five years that we've been up there, I have not filled my buck tag, and I know Gavin shot one. Joey, you know, Nick and Sammy, that's our Marcus. We all we've all killed deer. Yeah. yeah. And I went up there this year, and I was like, well. I haven't filled my back tag in the past five years. You were the signing star of this trip, buddy. Standards dropped a little bit. <laughs> I, I was fired up for it. I'm ready to just kill. Like, like put me in a tree stand. That's all I ask. <laughs> but uh, before we go into that, we actually went down or up there a month earlier. Mm-hmm. And really we did a tougher. bunch of work, didn't we? Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we hung probably five stands. Five or six yeah. sets. And then yeah, I think, I think seven, three hang-ons, two let. Three ladder stands and three hang-ons, I believe. Two, two or three hang-ons. Yeah. So five or six, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, either way. Yeah. Um, Bunch we of cameras. moved the blind. I think we hung eight cameras. Yeah, we all chipped together, put our put some of our back burner non-cells, and we just kind of devoted them to the old cell. deer. Yeah, camp. Sammy. Sammy was the uh, brave one threw out a cell cam. Yeah, you freaking breadwinner. You put a <laughs> cell cam up there. <laughs> Dude, and as soon as we left, like. Bucks everywhere. Bucks everywhere. Yeah, was, like what Joey brought up was like your expectations. It was like we expected to get like little you know, one good one. <laughs> but yeah, we were focused. At, we were like, <clears throat> all right, we're gonna at least two of us are gonna have nice bucks, you know? Yeah. To, well, to hunt, not to kill, but to hunt. Well, the camera pictures. I, I mean, mean, it was just like there's camera pictures every like three o'clock every afternoon. Yeah, broad daylight. Shooters, five or six shooters, and we're like. This is this is happening. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, our blood was definitely freaking flowing. Oh, we were excited to get up there. So yeah, that was a month before, but you know, I mean, that gets you jacked up. You're like, let's go, <laughs> let's go. Yeah. So, so we all take off for a week yep. and head up there. Yeah. So this year you're different than years past. You have ran cameras up there for the first time, and you, you kind of know what's what you're dealing with, and you know they're shooters. So that, that definitely gives you a confidence boots boost. Oh, yeah. You know, to, to sit out there and get up those early mornings and sit late and, and make sure you're playing the wind right. Yeah. Know? And we actually, we took that week. Instead, we'd usually do like a weekend. Yeah, yeah. A long, yeah, long, long weekend. weekend. Head so down we, like Thursday night, hunt till Sunday morning, head home Sunday afternoon. Yeah. We took a week and we all went balls deep. We're, 
We're like, all right, we're hunting as hard as we can. Yeah. And we had some good encounters. Nick and Gavin actually had an encounter with a good deer that we had on trail camera. Was, that was the first night. Yeah, that was early. Yeah, that was... Me and Drake bumped a lot of dough. Yeah, freaking. <laughs> it was warm. When we hot. say it was hot, you guys... We're hunting it was well, t-shirts. Well, if this gives you an idea, me and Nick went out to uh, to a stand we called Drake's Stand. Uh, there's a little... There's kind of a significant story behind that. Uh, I was hanging it. He folded it on me, folded the ladder. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Me and Nick go out to the stand. It's surrounded by swamp. Probably about 75% of the area around it was swamp. And it was so hot that we watched this shooter buck that we had on camera come out of the thicket. And he was actually, he was brisket deep in the swamp, just cooling off for probably, what, up to 20, 30 minutes? No, it was longer than that. Longer than that? So, yeah, I mean, if that tells you anything, it was freaking 85 degrees. Yeah. I mean, it was warm. 85, 90 degrees. And this was early, you know, first week. Well, we were making fun of Drake because we're like, dude, what are we going to be doing here? Hunting ducks? Drake's (laughs) like, this stand is going to prove itself. Yeah, whatever. And then sure as heck, it's hot. We're like, dude, let's go sit it. Why not? More of an observation sit. And this, you know, it was actually one of the more mature bucks. Um, he showed up, I think he was only 70 yards, but he was brisket deep in the water. Yeah, I mean, it was an like, awesome experience. Great encounter. We're yeah. like, damn, dude, this is actually a I'm, badass stand. I've never watched a deer get so deep in water. Like, I've watched <laughs> them cross creeks or whatever, but this was a still swamp water, and this thing was up to its belly in yeah. it for a long time. So, the, yeah, that was that was the first night. So, that obviously, the first night going it, we arrived probably around 1 o'clock that afternoon, got out to the tree by 3 o'clock. That's the first night in me and Nick see a shooter buck at 70 yards. That was a big, like, confidence boost. Yeah, it was a confidence boost. Yeah, on top of all those pictures actually seeing. Yeah, we're like. Probably one of the top three bucks. We're like, dude, this is freaking. We're like, oh, shit, this week's going to be a breeze. <laughs> I think the cell cam might have actually ended up dying before we got there, so we had no clue if they actually. Oh, it died. Yeah, it died. Like, way before we got there, so we had no clue if these deer were actually there until Nick checked the cameras and let us know. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think before. the night I got there, I had plans on going out and uh, putting batteries in that camera, and I forgot to get batteries or something, and then I ended up finding some, and it was a late night with my mom and dad, and we were just sitting around talking, and dad convinced me to go change batteries at like 3 in the morning, so I did it. <laughs> I think at like 4 in the morning, there was a shooter buck in there again, and I was like... No yeah. freaking way, dude. That's two days prior to us showing up and two days prior to opening day. Yeah. So they're in, they're in there. Yeah. Like anticipation is to the roof. Yeah. Like we're like, all right, we're going to have a great time. Uh, hop the first few days had some encounters, you know, just weather wasn't permitting. Yeah. It wasn't good. And when I tell you I was ready to kill, I was ready to kill <laughs> to break it down. And I remember briefly one evening, Sam and I set out and we had this you know, three by three, little six point come out 50, 55 yards yeah. or something yep. like that. Three by three. We're sitting in a barn. Freaking out west on her. <laughs> and it's a six point. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, that's a shooter. Like, as soon as I seen that deer step out of the tree line, I'm like, Sammy, that's a shooter. Grandma was ball. ready. Got the camera on him. He's walking out. And he was, he just worked 55 yards. He never came in, never presented a shot. And you were ready for him. I was ready. And I, I knew the bucks that were in the area. I mean, you guys were seeing good ones, and we had trail cam pictures. But I was just wanting to just wrap my tag around an antler, really. Weren't settling for tag soup that year. Exactly. Dude, it's like shooting a first buck again. Yeah. Putting, killing a buck in a I mean, different it state, it's, it's freaking awesome. It, it is cool. I, I will tell you <laughs> firsthand. And Gavin overachieved that goal this year, too. <laughs> we'll talk Thanks, about that later. But, yeah, I... uh I don't know. It was like four days into it. It was October 5th, actually. Yeah, it was the day of my birthday. Yeah. yeah. Day of your birthday. We were having good encounters, seeing deer. You always see deer. It's never a dull moment up there. I mean, it's just always a great time. And I set out for that evening. And this stand that actually I hunted this evening, a year before it, give or take a few days, Sammy and I actually did a hanging hunt on it. And then Two years before that, Joey killed a buck in the same area. Within 50 yards of that tree. So right then and there, history repeats itself. You know, we got this good setup. We're like, all right, well, we'll hang a tree stand. That month prior that we actually hunted it, we hung a hanging hunt. In the same tree. In the same exact tree. That you missed a buck out of. That I missed a buck out of. We we put this tree stand up a month before, like, bulletproof, you know? And that buck I missed before 
The year before was a 115-inch buck. He yeah, did, he, yeah, probably 115, 120. He was a really good buck. For Michigan, yeah. that is a, a great deer. deer. And dude, For us to, in Michigan, yeah. yeah. To relive that hunt, Sam and I snuck in there, hanging hunted it. These bucks, we didn't even know they were there. 50 yards, they stood up, started tickling antlers. We heard them. They worked in. It was a little bit of a poke, 45, 50-yard shot. I took a shot at it. You know, you're up there for a weekend, and I ended up missing the year prior. But I revisited that same exact tree basically a year later. With a set stand. With a set stand. Knew that there was deer in the area, good bucks. And uh, it was coming towards the end of the week. It was a Thursday, and we left on a Saturday or Sunday? We left. We we were supposed to leave on Sunday morning, and I think we ended up leaving – Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Yeah. Is that what it was? Yeah. Because so, we got home and Sammy ended up shooting a buck that Sunday. Yeah. So anyhow, go. go. It was like a Thursday or Friday <clears throat> and it was an evening. I set out to that same exact tree and hunted all evening. I seen a couple does, you know, it was, it was good. And I was, I was all right to just go back to the cabin with that. And it was getting dark. I was starting to pack all my stuff up, getting ready to leave and I was just sitting there, and this something comes walking under the tree. And I was like, what is that? What was it? And I was like, that's a, that's a raccoon or a skunk or something. <laughs> and then next thing you know, I take my attention off of it, and I keep packing my stuff up. I look back down. I'm like, there's a buck right there. So my bow's <clears> still <throat> hanging there, arrow knocked. Camera's still on the arm. Threw the camera on, tossed it on, send an arrow at this deer 10 yards. If that. If that. Dude, and that, stands, that stand, that is, stand high. is high. It's, it's pretty high. It's pushing. It's high 20s. Definitely. So basically straight down. <laughs> Put an arrow through this deer. I'm like, J- I don't even know what I shot. I'm like, it's got three, three. <laughs> like, it <laughs> it could it's a six point. They could have four on one side, <clears throat> whatever. I just let the arrow rip on them. I'm like. And that relief when I shot, I was like, oh, my gosh. Four years. <laughs> Four years coming. Like, let's go. <clears throat> Called the guys up. I'm like, yeah, he did a roundabout, died 15 yards in front of me. Like, let's go. We're all pumped up. I had a, you know, mile and a half walk back to the camp. Yeah, you had a hike. Across the swamp, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. So get back to the camp, and, you know, we all gather everyone up, and, Go collect this deer, and it's a good buck. It's my, you know, first Michigan deer, and I was beyond stoked about it. It was well, awesome. He had fourteen on him. Yeah. <laughs> now he's a he was a seven he's, point. He had four on one side, three on the other. I couldn't ask for any more. I mean, it's just the fun to just go up there and just hang out with everyone and just collect a deer, like yeah. just to go home with <clears> something. <throat> it's not even about that at the end of the day, but. It's an add-on. It's a bonus. Oh, yeah. It's yeah, a brownie. You, you earned it. I mean, you, four years eating tag soup, you, you contributed enough yeah. to, to the Michigan game. Yeah. <laughs> to, uh, to you deserve it, man. Hey, and we bug. even got Joey for a day this that week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I, I Joey stopped, stopped by. Day. Yeah, the day prior to you shooting a buck, Joey was, Joey was in for the night. I was, Nick I was in no. stoking the fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, me and Gavin watched Joey almost burn the whole place down. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just swung in between, between work trips, swung in. Got to spend a night. It was cool. Yeah, you were going from what Indiana to up in northern Michigan, and we yep. were on your way. So you swung in for a night. Yep. And Joey's usually up there for the trips, but you know, with his career doing other stuff, he's yeah, yeah he hasn't been able to make it the past or yeah to hunt it. the past two years. He made it this year for a day, which is awesome. It's always a good time when you got your best buddies around you. Yeah, no doubt. But where you shot your buck was. I didn't 50 know. yards away from where I yeah, shot. Yeah, I didn't know that. <clears throat> yeah, it was right there. Yeah, he shot his in the buck nest. I didn't know that. I, I, they you said 50. Stealing my spot. They said 50 <laughs> yards. I think spot. it's more like 20. Yeah, it might not be really? 50. Yeah. It's a big It's a big maple tree right on the edge uh, of the swamp. You you probably know what tree it is. It's, it's yeah. a sweet setup. It's a giant tree. So, hey, so you, you know the back tree line where it gets starts to get real thick with a bunch of uh, I know like I saplings? walked back there. Like so. where your buck walked, like that 40 yards where you shot him. Yeah, there's that there's that strip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's like right where Drake shot his. So he he was probably closer to, to where the, like my buck died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. yeah. Closer because I shot. I mean, I was forty. He was. I shot him at forty yards. So I was like back. I remember I going back. I'm on the left side of the swamp, walking back, and there's like this little 
spot where it's swamp split. Yeah. There's like grassy swamp over here, grassy swamp yeah, over here. Yeah, it's like a 10 lane or 10 yard lane. Uh, yeah, 10, 15. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and I hung on the right side. And all those deer came out of the left, out of the neighbors to the left. So right then and there, that's where history proves itself again and again. Yep. I, I will always look back to history proving itself. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I mean, that's, that's why you guys hung the stand there. I was, was a question I had on, you know, ha hanging hunts versus presets and like, you know, stand placement. Um, unlike why you put it there, it's, it's pretty obvious, you know, uh, it's just been a proven, proven spot in years <clears> past oh, yeah. and. And it needed a spot, somebody to hang there. Um, <laughs> then the next day, Gavin had to one-up me with a <laughs> hog. <laughs> no, it's actually something I want to touch on with you killing your buck is, so after you shot it, it, it I mean, it ran away. Yeah. It ran a good amount, and it did a total circle. It did like a half moon, yeah. A half moon, and came back. So you shot it, what, 10 yards, ran right underneath the base of your tree, did three-quarters of a circle, came back to you, and ended up dying, what, 30, 40 yards in front of you? Oh, it was like 15. Yeah, I was going to say it was like 15. Oh. Right there. Dude, it was I dark. I was like, let's go. <laughs> it was dark when I recovered. Said, All right. yeah. You weren't, yeah. yeah, you weren't there in the tree. Like, I, I just remember just like watching. I'm like, yeah, let's so, go. So that, I mean, that, <laughs> down. that'll be relevant to something else to come in the story. Foreshadowing. Yeah, yeah it's a little bit of foreshadowing. So, <clears throat> but, um, I mean, you know, after we, you, you know, you succeeded in Michigan, we came home. You were you were happy to wrap your buck around or wrap your tag around that buck. You know, we came. You came home. What was your plans with hunting Ohio, your home ground? So I'd say, like, basically to wrap it up, is you and I came home and we're focused on these two properties in general. Yeah, we were. You know, we're looking forward to Ohio. Michigan was a success for us, thanks to the Stevens crew. Yeah, and we come home. We're looking forward to stuff. We pick up on a few more trail camera pictures of some of the deer that I ended up harvesting in Ohio. A little foreclosure there. Yeah. But that was 10 days before that I actually harvested that deer. So I remember checking the trail cameras, me and you. We'd always go out and just gather up SD cards, look at pictures together. You know, it's always fun to just yeah. check them with your buddy. Wait a couple of weeks and then we'd go out. Yeah. Be a good time. Yeah, these cameras have been baking for two weeks or so. So these pictures end up showing up, but these deer that we're getting on camera, we're like, all right, yeah, they're good deer at farm A. And uh, we're trying to hone in on farm B with these satellite properties and these mature deer and end up not picking up on anything. I think like two days after we got back from Michigan is when Bully ended up getting shot, I think. It wasn't long. I wouldn't say two days. I think it was a week. Yeah. Because... I remember it was a weekend. Yeah, somewhere around there. Bully is the 160 set that you found. Yeah. And that around was a, Far B. That was the deer we were looking forward to later on in the season, you know, to just actually hunt. Yeah, because he always came, in years prior, he came around late season. Yeah, exactly. So that deer ended up dying, and we knew a buddy that shot him and ended up giving him a match set, whatever. You know, it's all fair game. It is what it is. Yeah. So, you know, your hit list keeps dwindling down, dwindling down. And we checked cameras on farm A. We ended up picking up on this deer that we had back in the summer, but we didn't really know what he was going to be. Yeah. And the only reason we picked up and noticed it was him was just because of his goofy rack. Yeah, unique. Yeah. I mean, early in the summer, we got a couple pictures of him. And it, like you were saying <laughs> earlier, it was early in his growth and there wasn't any beam to him at all. <laughs> But he had a lot of junk going on at the base, and we're like, holy crap, you know, this could really, really be something. Yeah, and we looked at him. Gavin, I remember I was, like, going to look at scrapes on the edge of this food plot, and mm -hmm. Gavin's like, dude, get your ass over here. Yeah. I'm like, all right, come over, look at this trochan picture. I'm like, that's a good deer. I'm like, send that to me. So we gloat about this picture for a little bit, and we're like, all right, you know, put him in the back of our mind, but... We're always waiting on uh, TNT, which we brought up previously. He was still alive in the area. Joey had some pictures of him. You know, I don't think we really quite picked him up yet. Uh, middle of October? Yeah. Probably, I think you guys were picking up on him more than I was. Yeah, probably at the point that we picked up on the, you know, the unique buck that we just talked about. Nothing with TNT yet. Yeah. So when we got home from Michigan, we haven't picked up on TNT yet. One of the three bucks that we were looking forward to since jet season. Yeah. So them home farms were kind of 
ranging on, getting over it, and trying to figure out a game plan. Well, Gavin actually set out at Farm B to go maybe have uh, TNT show up on him. Yeah. He set out for, like, I think it was an even hunt or something. It was you an even hunt. Yeah, yeah, I went out and filmed I mean, it, it, it was pretty rut. You know, I got into a pretty sweet spot, and I was just setting out, hoping something would happen. It was where Drake killed his buck last, the previous year. Yeah, actually. Yeah, it was. You guys ended up kicking a buck up that had an arrow in it. Yeah, that yeah, night. like three yards. So, like, this said tree stand is kind of in a thicket or whatnot, and we got kind of this mow-down path through a little bit of this. old. It's old pasture, basically, so it's all briars. And we were walking down this mowed path or whatever, and Nick was climbing up into the tree first because he was getting up above me to film me. And I heard something get up to my left, and, I, you know, it was so subtle and it was so close that I literally thought it was a rabbit. And Nick's halfway up the tree, and I look over, and I see a deer taking off, and Nick sees it at the same time as me. He's like, hey, hey, hey. He's kind of yelling at me at that point because he saw it was a decent buck that got up. Well, it was probably four or five yards from the base of my feet laying in a thicket and I watch it stand up and it was like a decent probably 115 maybe 110 to 120 buck and he runs through the thicket doesn't run very far away watches us for a while and then kind of basically just walks off when by that point Nick told me he's like he's got an arrow hanging out of his shoulder and I you know I got a I then got a better look at him I knocked an arrow at that point because arrow hanging out of a deer I don't like that you know just being a hunter, I want, <clears throat> you don't want to watch a deer walk away suffering. Never, no. So I, I knocked an arrow, and I tried to close, get some closure on him, and I actually got within, you know, 40, 50 yards and watched him walk across this field, and I saw that it was basically just a crossbow bolt with a high shoulder hit, one-inch penetration. And, you know, that was a little off topic, but it was the same night that Drake ended up killing his deer that we were going to talk about. But me and Nick were hunting Farm B for something to show up, and Drake – Fallen, fell back on farm A, hunting, um, you know, hunting one of, or, you know, hunting two deer, two different deer you were looking forward to showing up that night. Yeah. So farm A ended up actually coming into play a lot later than what we anticipated. Farm B was still kind of out there on the realm, but, yeah, you know, you guys were hunting it. Everyone was hunting it. It was just more like we're out there to just have fun, you know, just we do just what hunting. we want to do. We were hunting and hoping. Yep, exactly. So Farm A really didn't get hunted much. No. Did anyone sit it? No, I think you were the first one. Before you, I think Morgan might have sat it one time. Yeah, and I went deep because we we do have permission property. Yeah, there's a couple satellite pieces around. Yeah, that touches it and everything. So then I was just sitting at home, and I was like, well, they're hunting there. They're hunting at Farm B. I was like, I might as well just set out and go hunt Farm A just to go out there. I was like... I knew that that 135, 140, 10-point was still in the area because we actually did pick up on pictures of him on that camera check. I don't think we mentioned that. No, well, I think that it, it was a camera check. It was a non-cell that we picked up on. Like, we checked after you shot your buck, and he was in there. Was it after? It was after you shot your buck, yes. Oh, we had intel from neighbors. From neighbors. From neighbors. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was that knew that he was in the area, and he yeah. was back again. So we and had it was neighbors real close. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah. We had intel. We knew that that deer was back in his home range. I seen him there where I ended up hunting that night. I seen him a year ago. Yeah, a year prior. Yeah. So I was like, well, I'm going to go try it. You know, it's been kind of untouched. Yeah. What's the kind date? Of, uh, it was October 28th. Uh, 28th. Yeah. yeah. And you, I mean, you just went in there. You're like, you know, it's almost been untouched this year. You know, going in blind almost. We had a bunch of non-cells in there. Right. We've hunted the area before. We know the, re the reason I went to the spot where I went was because of years previous history. I'll bring that back up again. I love history. I love having history with deer. It yeah. just, it, it, it's almost yeah. like a magnet. It just attracts you to what you need to do. That's how you killed deer, dude. I will stand by that. Heck yeah. And I had that history... And we've known previously these does set up in this creek bottom and these bucks bed up on the outskirts and whatnot. You know, it's October 28th. We're getting into... It's getting juicy. Yeah, it's, get, it's getting good. So I walked out. It was probably, you know, a mile walk or whatnot. I, I mean, it's a hike. Yeah, yeah for it, sure. It's pretty far. And we had some presets hung, but I kind of wanted to go a little bit deeper. So I, you know, took my saddle out, got all set up. I started hiking out. I didn't even know what trail I wanted to be in. We've shed hunted the area. 
we knew everything other than what tree to hunt and actually kill a deer. Yeah. So I walk back there. I'm looking for sign. I have a good wind. And I know where some does are probably going to be set up at. So I went in there with that in my mindset. And I kind of circled on the outskirts and brought it back in. And I kind of picked a tree out. And I was a little iffy on what I wanted to be in. Yeah. You knew where you wanted to be. Just there wasn't the best best choice of trees. That's, I feel like I that's how it always is. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yeah, it is. <laughs> you, you go in somewhere blind. You're like, where do yeah. I sit? I want to be right here, but I got to pick between some little freaking hawthorn tree. Yeah, you walk <laughs> in, you're like, dude, this is perfect. And you look around, you're like, shit, it ain't perfect. <laughs> you look around, you're like, man, I'm going to be climbing something sketchy today. But you got to wing it, right? <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, yeah, that tree works. <laughs> Through my setup, I was out there early. You know, I it was a weekend or whatnot it was a friday night i think yeah, Saturday. yeah it was a friday friday night? night through my setup i was out there early get up in the tree i'm all settled in nice and comfortable i got this beautiful cornfield to my back and this hardwoods and then more standing corn to my north in front of me and i'm just sitting there and i'm like all right you know we'll see what happens tonight and i ended up seeing these bucks just two two and three year old bucks cutting in and out of this cornfield and I, as soon as I set up, it really started happening. But I just relaxed in. And I was all comfortable. And I was watching these bucks just cut in and out. And I'm like, all right, well, we already got action. Like, Yeah, I mean, you had a pretty action-packed hunt. <clears throat> it was a good hunt. I I will say it was a good hunt. Yeah. I didn't see a buck that I actually grabbed my attention until the one that I shot. Yeah. But it was a lot of deer. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you were sending videos to the group chat and... Me and Gavin weren't seeing anything, and we're like, what, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'm, it was this big bottom, and, you know, started seeing does stand up out of their beds and from 150, 200 yards, and these little bucks would be running this cornfield edge. They'd catch a wind from these does and bump down there and mess around with them. They're all fighting and tangling up with each other. It's cool. I got it all on film, and... I was sitting there. I didn't expect to actually let an arrow fly that night. It was more or less just like, let's go hunting. It's October 28th. Yeah. Why aren't you in the tree? You know, like. Exactly. Yeah. So, like, it wasn't the best case scenario, but it was still there. I was in the realm of these deer. Oh, yeah. They're tearing it up. So, I was just sitting there enjoying my evening. And uh, these bucks chase these does off i had a little dry spell there for like 20 30 minutes i'd say and then i had these three does come right down the cornfield edge behind me slip right into the hardwoods and they kind of worked right underneath me they never even looked at me and i was like all right i feel pretty good about this tree that i just randomly picked out you know like i'm some reason i gotta hide up here and no sooner than 15 minutes after those group of does came under me, I started catching a glimpse of something behind me. I was like, all right, watch this deer work down the cornfield edge. And I love, I love hunting edges of cornfields, yeah. especially that October time frame to November. Mm-hmm. If you got standing corn and you're on that transition from like a cornfield, this might be back home. You know, I've hunted some different places, but back home, this is really where I hone in on. Yeah. Right on that corner pinch of hardwoods to cornfield, standing corn. And I looked up through my glass on this deer, and I looked at him for like a good solid minute. And he's just standing there. He'd feed. I don't know if he was on this these <clears throat> does. I wouldn't say. He was probably just working from his bed. Did you realize what, what year it was coming in? Not for about a minute. Because I caught him from like... 100 yards through this cornfield and you're looking through standing corn you're like you can't tell you know i can see a rack and i'm like all right i see a dark rack like you're decent i can tell yeah he works in a little closer a little closer and then i knew that it wasn't a notch is what we called that deer that was 140 inch 10 point four-year-old i knew it wasn't him and instantly as soon as i knew it wasn't him i was like that's that deer we picked up on trail camera 10 days before. Yeah. And I'm like, I know what deer you are. I put my binos away, grab my bow, <laughs> straight for the bow. Yeah. You, and already, you already had the edge of that cornfield ranged at that point. Yeah. You? 32 yards edge of the cornfield. And he's working 
So it, I was right at the corner. He's working towards me, and I range the other edge at 32 yards. So he's working towards me. Frontal shot, not good. But I was ranging the cornfield. I set up for it, 32 yards. And he ended up working in, working in, threw the camera on him, got some good film. Mm-hmm. I was pretty happy about it. And I was like, all right, I'm all set up. I'm all set on this deer. And I thought he was going to work that cornfield edge, you know, the other way, away the, from me. Yeah, you know, hit the corner. Give me a good broad he was, shot. He was coming vertical, and he was coming right towards you, and you thought, you know, he maybe take a 90-degree turn and horizontally work away from you. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, I, that's what I was set up for. But, no, he caught in in the hardwoods, and it, it made it easier for me, to be honest with yeah. you. So I had my pin set already at 32, 30, 32, right in that wheelhouse. And he cut in that hardwoods, and he's working through, had the camera on him. And I was like, he's inside of 30 yards, drew back, put it on him. And I actually shot when he was walking. And it just, the arrow placed perfectly. The deer ran downhill, actually crashed into a tree, and then ran towards me and died right underneath me. Yeah, again. Yeah. Yeah. So That's why I brought up your Michigan kill is because he did a full circle and came back towards you pretty well yeah and this was, buck did I, the I same had, thing yeah i had two deer two bucks this year that i shot and neither were easy drag outs at all <laughs> well no well, easy <laughs> they, drag were, outs. they were very far easy they were track easy recoveries <laughs> yeah they were very easy recoveries drag out different story yeah. so no but like i it really hit me when i was like i knew what deer was it's always just cool because you have a connection with deer it's almost like you you're like, you know what deer that is. It's like he's a good buck. It it's I don't know for some reason it touches me. It, I don't know if it touches you guys. But it's like, like when you actually study for a test, go in there and ace the test. Yeah, <laughs> almost. Yeah, <laughs> that's we pretty. Much we've we've never done that. No, we've never <laughs> done but that. What Drake's but. talking about, maybe. It just like it hit me different. I was like, yes, like let's go, and uh, sent some pictures to the boys, and I was like, yeah, here he is. And I know Gavin and Nick picked up on him. He's like. Let's go. Yeah. Hell yeah. I, mean, I, I, dude, I remember it like it was yesterday. Me and Gavin were sitting there saying, No deer. You're sending videos, all these deer. And then next Snapchat we get, there's a deer dead literally at the base of the tree. <laughs> and we're like, What, what? just happened? <laughs> we're yeah. like, What? Is that thing there when you climbed up the freaking tree? <laughs> so I picked that tree. And you're like, <clears throat> No, I just I just shot my biggest buck. We're like, No. Yeah. And we're like, Do you That's find him? Stupid. And he's like, you're it, like, no, you just circled around right to us. So we FaceTimed you. <laughs> and, and we still had like probably half an hour, 45 minutes to hunt, but we didn't care. We were so yeah. pumped for yeah. it. <clears throat> and so we climbed down. Oh, no. I mean, I was ecstatic. I, I picked up my phone and I was like, let's show everyone yeah. this. <laughs> I was like, let's go. But you ended, you ended up putting a, a really good shot on him. And it's, you know, he died so close to you. You didn't spine him. You put a really good shot on him and he... You know, similar to your Michigan buck, he ran away from you, hit a couple of trees, and it totally turned him around, basically. Like, yeah. And something that's pretty cool. You call him Crash now. I call him Crash now. Crash because we didn't have a name for him. No, we did not because he was he wasn't a buck that like was hitting the cameras a lot, whatever. Mm-hmm. We didn't have a bunch of history with him, so we didn't name him. But since you killed him, you named him after you killed him. Yeah. He, you know, he ran away, crashed into a tree, hit a tree square on and it freaking <laughs> yeah. it, it 180 him it, and brought him back towards yeah, yeah it broke piece of yeah, antler off tip of, of one of his tines might have yeah broke yeah off but yeah luckily that arrow sailed and it hit its mark and that was it i mean we called the boys up tracked them yeah had a no, party we, that night we didn't really track them <laughs> no we, we did not <laughs> drug them out <laughs> yeah you called all of us we all showed up and you were already, well. You had him drug down to the creek bottom at that point when we showed up. Yeah. yeah a little bit, you, you kind of grabbed his antlers and drug him a little bit. But, like, we all showed up at your place, and we all got together, went freaking way deep back in there. <laughs> Far. <laughs> like, he's not kidding when he says a mile. And a mile for us around here, it's that ain't that ain't for us, man. We're not we're not those kind of hunters. I mean, it's still far. Like when it's you hilly. go a mile, it's oh yeah, you're there. Well, especially especially at that part. I mean, it's freaking hilly back there, dude. Yeah, that hill we drug it up was 
Oh yeah, yeah Sammy and I. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's hilly, but there's one very, very steep ravine. Like a ravine, very, and it's like an almost ninety degree cliff. <laughs> We're grabbing every tree we can, trying to get this deer out. Yeah. No, yeah, but when I put that glass on, I'm like that. Like we knew he had some character to him. Yeah. We didn't know what age class he was. We yeah. didn't. It was kind of like a random flyer buck, but. Yeah. Ah, hey cool, man, cool deer. I was stoked up about it. Yeah. I can't ask for anything more. Yeah. Especially just to experience it with my buddies and everything, like just to be around everyone for it. Yeah, I mean, something that I will never forget is we had a buddy come back winter. He came back with his four-wheeler and brought it as far back as he could, you know, shy of the cliff that we, you guys, <laughs> not me and Nick, but you guys had to drag him up. Yeah. Uh, he brought it all the way back. And I remember me and Nick walking through these dark, open hardwoods, and you're way behind us, just weaving your way in and out of trees with this buck on the back rack. And I just remember you yelling, I'm so happy right now. I mean, that is awesome. <laughs> that's what, that is yeah. why you do it. That's a genuine well, feeling. Yeah. And that was that Halloween weekend. So, yeah. Like hung it up in the barn, and we had had a good time around it. Well, yeah, oh, but yeah. even before that, like your parents were over with their friends. Yeah. And we took, oh yeah, dude, we, showed the deer we off. Drove <laughs> off. We drove it over there and showed it off, and they're like, "Just stay here, hang out." Yeah. Like, no, we we already got something planned, and we brought it over to Farm B. Farm B, actually. <laughs> yeah, Farm B. Yeah, <clears throat> Farm B is a little bit of a hangout spot. And, and there's over a, there. there's a little costume party there, and we all dressed <laughs> up like badasses and. <laughs> Uh, Joey is actually able to show up after being yeah. out of state. Yeah, Joey, you were getting home that night from out of state, right? Yeah, I was up in Michigan the day Drake shot. Yeah, because you were up in Michigan from when? Or no, no, not from when that time. Never mind. No, yeah, different. Oh, I different time. Went back up the day before <clears throat> Drake shot it, and then I was up there all day doing an all-day sit, and then actually bailed out of the woods a little bit early, not because of me, but because of the hunter. Mm -hmm. uh, was just getting sick and come down with a cold, so I was able to leave early. And kind of get home. Out. Actually, I stopped at uh, uh, Spirit Halloween Oil. <laughs> got me a costume, and, and we went. Uh, but yeah, I, I remember we're all sitting there because we all dressed up as the same thing. And we're all sitting there like, Joe, you have to get the same thing. And Joe's like, I can't find it anywhere. So we're all sitting there, and it was it was a little, it was pretty late. Joey shows up, and some guy in a mask. Fall. <laughs> like an old we're like, who the hell is this guy? And, and Joey's like. So who in the hell shot this buck? He's <laughs> wearing an old man mask. It was like Scooby-Doo, you rip off the mask, and there's Joey. Uh, where did it, what happened to that thing? Is it still over there? Oh, my God only knows. Who knows? But no, it's just, it's cool to just experience it all. I, I love the experience more than just, like, killing, killing like the a 200-inch deer, like, Oh, yeah. I just like sharing it with my boys. That's what hunting is about. Family dude. and, yeah, yeah, just experience. Oh, dude, it's badass when you do it, but it's even more badass when you do it around your best friends. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah, when you have yeah. friends to share the story with. Yeah. So it all happened, and I, I cannot be more stoked with the year that I've had. One hell of a season. Yeah. Uh, you know, I'm happy about it. I would never take anything away from it. It was the yeah. best whitetail season I've had. Yeah. My whole life. So, like I said once, it was it was a first with your Michigan buck, and it was your biggest with your Ohio buck. Yeah, great. so I mean that's awesome. So yeah, I mean that was October twenty eighth, and then we I mean we had a bunch of season ahead of us at that point. What three oh, months? Yeah, yeah ton. Yeah, and we all ended up killing some good deer, so they'll yeah. all come up. All right. Yeah, I mean that'll all be in podcast to come. But like, what, what? Just something to touch on real quick. What did you do the rest of the season? So the rest of the season, I. I really tried to maybe hunt some does, but I would always, every single year, I love hunting late season. That January, you know, December, January when it's cold and yeah. them deer moving, you're seeing them in 13, 14 group, you know. I love hunting with my buddies. If someone's got a buck tag, I want to be in the tree with Drake's them. in the tree. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just something I love. I itch for it and... I, I can't get it out of me. So if my buddies, and that's why I always fall back on my buddies hanging out, you yeah. know, it's always fun to do. Like, I just want to go out and hunt. Coming from me as someone that's hunted late season the past two years before this, you call Drake up and he's free. He doesn't have anything to do. He's going to be in the tree with you. Yeah. He helps you through it. He <laughs> helps you through that mental toll of not having a buck tag filled late season. Drake's in that freaking tree filming you and keeping your head up. And he's freaking tough. I swear to God, this guy does not feel pain. <laughs> you're cold and your toes 
you can't feel them anymore. Drake's Drake will warm. work his magic into your toes and make them feel better. Yeah, sometimes they cry. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I mean. No, but I, I love hunting late season. It's always a blast. And I know this year Gavin and I set out for some does on Farm B. Mm-hmm. And we've done pretty good. No. Hey. And Nick. <laughs> Needless to say, you shot your buck early. It did not shut your season down. You no. still hunted a bunch. Absolutely not. I, I will itch. I will beg one of my friends to just go hunt with them. Yep. I don't care if they want me there or not. <laughs> You're there. You look oh, over man. Drake's in the tree next to <laughs> you. Yeah. It's always fun. I Even just having, like, farms, like, to just share with your buddies. Like, mm-hmm. I know hunting with Joey's farm, you know, Gavin and I share this. The Stevens crew in Michigan, like, it just brought us all together. And we're just oh, yeah. like, we connect on it. And we fire. It's fun. Yeah. It's good time. Can't get over it. Yeah. So we just passed up one hour. Um, I would say let's wrap it up now. If you guys have anything to tell us, if you guys want to hear anything in podcasts to come, please let us know. Leave a review. We hope you guys enjoyed it. The Wild Time Talk Show. Peace out. Peace out. Congrats, Drake. Congrats. Yeah, congratulations, Drake. Right, check, out, check out the YouTube video next fall. Yeah, next good. fall. Thanks, yeah. guys. I really appreciate it. Love having you guys on my back. <laughs> See you later. Later. See ya.